0: For the anxious longing of the creation waits eagerly, eagerly. So they cannot wait. Where are they? Where are they? Where are they? For the revealing of the sons. Okay. You know, what is in your what is in your uh, Bible? The revelation. Of the sons of God. The revelation yeah. yeah, it's it's a different wording, but in the it's basically make yourself known you know the revelation here you are you can see it so that's why you also we need to make ourselves known Um, we as Christians we who know we've been given this earth so there are two key scriptures that I want to to really know as your inheritance in this regard the first one is in Psalms one fifteen sixteen. Psalm one fifteen sixteen. And that's your inheritance. There it says the heavens interestingly plural, not the heaven. Have you ever wondered why it's heavens plural? because the hebrew understanding of heaven they are multi-layered okay they're different realms of the glory but in psalm 115 16 the heavens are god it's clearly who owns it and now listen to the second part the earth he has given into the hands of man. So here again, even in the old covenant of the Psalms, already declaring again the alignment of ownership, yet the authority in the ownership He has given us in your hands. And Psalms twenty-four, Psalms Psalms twenty-four, verse one. And that's very important for us to understand that we don't give the devil too much credit. We are giving the devil a whole lot of credit, way too much, you know. It says, Psalms 24, the earth is the Lord's and everything in it. The world and all who live in it earth is the lord's and everything in it the world and all who live in it so if we think or if we have that thinking that well god has given up the earth to the devil because we've fallen right many of us have been taught that way now the rulership of the air the principalities yes It's been taken over. However, the possession who belongs, the rightful owner of the whole earth is still the Lord. He owns it. And everything in it. Yeah? No question? Okay. (laughs) It's cool. That's right. The thinking way, right? The earth is the Lord's. So, if the earth is the Lord's and the heavens is the Lord's, Psalm one fifteen, He has delegated the authority to you, to the hands, the hands of men. And so, we, you, as the sons and daughters, were taking ownership of that again, very conscious, not just. Oh, now we're waiting until this earth is burned up by fire you know because there's a new earth and a new kind of that exit <laughs> strategy that many Christians have um, these are different worldviews of how the end of the world is looking like but it's done some major damage major damage to our theology a major damage of how christians live on this earth because if you think you only live you only live here until the lord returns and then you're checking out into heaven why taking care of the earth why care why care about society why care about education the environment that our children will grow up why care and that has led into many Christians retrieving from the world basically saying us our churches that's it come join us here you will be quote-unquote safe and then once you're here we'll await the return of God he will return but not to check us out forever He will come and return us to be with us here on the earth. It's a totally different mindset. And that has led for many Christians to give up major ground. We've given up our schools. We've given up science. Because science is dangerous, right? Science is against God. Science doesn't believe in God. So we're saying, "Uh uh-oh, no. The opposite, true science will reveal God. (coughs) You can talk with great scientists and they come to the point, eventually to the point, where they cannot acknowledge God but they say, there is something we cannot explain, there is a design that we cannot explain. Yeah. It's like it, they know how we stabilize it. So we have a bit mean like a tube in our ears, which goes through it, but it's horizontal, right. and diagonal, and vertical. Yeah. But they know how it works, but it's so perfectly designed that I've, I still think it's going towards God's creation and God's creation. It's true. Design. There are so many details. The more you go into it, they are degrees, 0.11 something degree of the earth axle being rotating. If that is just slightly shift, we would burn or freeze to death. The, what we breathe in, you know, the gases we're breathing in, they are designed in such a way that is impossible to even in a chemistry environment to repeat that. How, how is that possible that exactly this is being created like this? So it all leads to a design and the design needs to have a designer. And the perplexity is how can chance design? Like if we're just, if there's nothing, how can nothing design? boom and then there's something you know. So these are the perplexities that science looks at and says we don't know. Eventually everybody has to come to the point saying we don't know. So that's the chance that's where we don't be anti-something but we can be for something and I think we should be the first and foremost to the ones who acknowledge scientists and saying you're doing a wonderful work you actually discover God you know <laughs> and the pleasure of God in scripture is that he says it's a pleasure that I have secrets for the people to search out you know to look after so it's something very precious it's sent it's and you, you may heard this example, you know, for a design like we're living in right now in creation, that is the chance the chance of such a design, they compare it like a tornado sweeping over a scrapyard, you know, and building a perfect Boeing seven four seven and designing out of that wind. That can fly and take off. You know. That's what they say. is a chance. Of that design what we have. Uh, it's basically impossible. You know. For that design to exist. By chance. Without having a designer. So yet. The Lord made it. That it's to be searched out. And the Lord made it. To be realizing it. We just had a. About a couple of years ago, we had a very well-known um, uh, brain scientist with us. She's one of the leading brain scientists. Dr. Caroline Leaf, did you hear about her? Look her up. I was just looking whether I had some, uh, I had some real Ricolas from Switzerland for, for you, Elizabeth, but I don't find them. Yeah. You have something too? I don't find it. You can remind me on the launch time. I'll I'll, I'll bring it to you. So it it'll help Ricola. Check out her work if that is interesting you. Dr. Caroline Leaf, L E A F. And um She is now one of the leading brain scientists proving that scripture is absolutely right. All in relation to, for instance, what we speak when we speak negatively. Yes. Caroline Leaf. L-E-A-F. It's easy written. It's not technical language. There are videos, YouTube videos as well. Who switched off my brain, for instance? Or detoxing your brain. Because she figured out, she figured out through negativity and through bad words, your brain establishes a whole new network of neurons and, and stems of how, it, how they think. And it, it will affect your whole being, your health, how you carry yourself, Everything what scripture is talking about, you know, the bitter, co- the bitter wells, the, the tongue, the bitterness that goes, the steering of our lives, everything is now proven scientifically. So I do believe true science will reveal the word of God. It's not in conflict at all, it's never been the opposite. So even creation, I do believe, is not in conflict as even uh, you know whether you are a creationist of believing in six days or whether you're a creationist believing in 6,000 years because days were not measured in hours back then and time in that sense was not created regardless let's think big not first in tiny arguments let's think about the biggest scientist ever our God that designed everything So the earth is the Lord's and everything in it. But it's wonderful. Now, this is what I found. Is anybody missing a brand new iPhone earpiece? Maybe, Maybe. (laughs) check it. So I always, it's a good exercise, by the way, also for tomorrow when you work the land a little bit. Do you very consciously sometimes walk, not just go, da da, 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 da. now I go shopping, now I go, go to the post office, now I do, da, 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 you know, I go about my tasks. But very consciously, even if it's a couple minutes to tune in, what the lord is showing you in your surrounding and allow him to speak to everything what you see with your ears being opened you know you have senses right what are you normal five natural senses inside (coughs) ear we had already yeah okay and taste you mentioned okay the same natural senses you have in the spirit as well you know that right you have spiritual eyes that's why the lord jesus told disciples behold what we cannot see behold look in the spirit not look with your eyes he said there's also spiritual hearing like who has an ear let him hear duh i mean it's like everybody has ears jesus said no 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 it's not about who has an ear he has an, who has an ear let him hear there is hearing in the spirit you can hear there's even a, a, a taste smell um how is it in German? is schmecket und sehet wie gut der Herr ist. Taste and see how good the Lord is. How can you taste the goodness of the Lord? You know? <laughs> Lord, you, mm, you taste so wonderful. <laughs> you know? Mmm, Lord. Ah, mm. As a matter of fact, there's actually in the prophetic ministry, there's a lot about tasting. You can taste metal. You can taste sweetness. You can taste bitterness, and it applies to the people you're ministering to. So there's taste. There is also, uh, in things, a touch. Remember when, when Jesus was touched by the woman with the issue of blood, and she came from behind and touched his garment, and nobody noticed. And then he said, "Who touched me?" and the disciples said hey relax you know there's all these people around you you know and he sensed in the spirit there was a power going out from him and touching that woman and she was immediately released he sensed it in the spirit you can sense it if for instance an angel comes near to you you can sense that the ministering spirit you can walk into something like in out and you feel something different and you can sense it, how it feels. So, all these senses are applying in the spirit. And listen to that all these senses also applying to nature and creation. And it's scriptural. Creation also has a voice, creation also has an ear. Creation also can mourn and weep and rejoice. (coughs) It's like a mystery that the Lord would design. Even creation is not a person, but a person has an expression like a person. Even how can creation... Anticipate We just read it in Romans, right? They anticipate. How can it creation anticipate? It has a conscious. Creation has the ability to feel unrighteousness. Obviously, we're going to look about ways how we or man defile land. It's going to be really interesting, also for you. There are different ways of how you can pollute, not by just trash. We see the outward trash—bottles, beer cans, wrappers—being thrown onto, and we think, "Oh, how mm. don't they know how to recycle?" You know, don't they know how to put use trash cans? Now, this is in the nature, in the natural, in the spirit. You can pollute land, and the pollution we put on the land has severe effects severe very severe and then we wonder oh my gosh you know this god if god is good why does he let that happen have you heard that argument everywhere if god is good why does he let this and that happen No, we will see it is as a result of how we pollute it's nothing to do with god It's to do with us. It's our consequences, not the love of God. So it's something really messed up. It's something really uh, have a dislocated view of how the Lord is acting in it. So anyhow, I was just five minutes down the road. And I saw, you know, when you turn around, you see those two big listening devices here. On top of the mountain have you ever seen them they are they are hearing all the electric magnetic waves of radio signals communication over the entire Middle East you know that right so they are listening devices monitoring the entire communication that's why Cyprus is so strategically located they hear everything and um, They do, really. I mean, they have the ability to do it. So, and then I, this is how I function with the Lord. I don't know how you function. Then I saw this laying on the ground like this. And you know what pops immediately in my mind? I think we have the ability to listen in the natural what man is saying all over these nations but we lost the ability, we are disconnected with the ability to listen what creation is telling us. You see, they're on the ground. It's disconnected to the device that really can listen. These speakers are, these two you know, that we can really hear. We are disconnected with the ability of what actually creation is telling us. And they have something to tell us and if we listen to it it's going to be very interesting we receive keys keys for the people keys how to pray keys of how to release destinies keys of how to walk in the promises of god it's all connected because remember when i talked to you yesterday land and people belong together you know so I expect also your prayer life when you pray about Cyprus don't try, pray just about your desires start listening what you really hear what is this what is the land telling you is there hope is there disappointment is there grieving what is really there and through that, ask start asking the Lord what is your desire, what is your design you want to bring forth in it, and start praying that. It's a whole lot different, you know, way of praying, listening, and responding to it. So for instance, I had just bring you a couple of examples that creation really has a voice. When you look at Psalm nineteen, for instance, Psalms nineteen it says for instance they write the verse verse the heavens are telling they have a story to tell they are telling of the glory of god and their expense is declaring the work of his hands so we think oh this is nice wonderful hebrew poetry right but the hebrew mindset is holistic the hebrew mind has never been greek in terms of matter is evil the spirit is good this is being greek mythology coming in of basically dividing the world into good and evil matter is evil we need to be released from it we need to be freed from it flesh our body is evil is not pure all what matters is our spirit that's greek thinking but what did god said about what did god say about creation it is very good 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 very good and we bought into that we bought into well this has fallen this is not good but really good it's only our spirit in god that's the one thing that will survive that's the one thing eternal and we divided something from what god said it is good god is was in love with creation do you think because creation fall fell God doesn't love it anymore. He's hotly in love with everything what he created. It's not bad. And that's why we bought into that philosophy that we look at matter as something impure and evil first. And we only think about the spirit, what is good. And it goes through entire life. Music, we first look at it, oh, is it Christian or not? How crazy is that? Music, sound is being created by God. So let's first celebrate the fact that there is sound of resonance that is glorifying God, not just for a question, is a Christian or not? I mean, why would we think like that? Sex, hello, interests, any interest in sex? Yeah. Why would we think about that first as something evil or not pure? Oh. <laughs> think. Think 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 think. God has created it. So we are pulled. first of, oh, oh, be careful and make it pure. I don't know the statement even, how can you make sex pure when it was pure from the beginning, you know? Do you follow me? So we're totally in a different mindset of matter being evil and spirit just being good. And God said it was very good. And men were naked in the garden and there was no shame. Do you think Adam and Eve had sex in the garden? <gasps> oh no, I cannot even think that. Oh my gosh. It was like, oh my gosh. No, 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 Lord, help me, help me. No, flush, 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 flush. <laughs> think. what what was god's design and it was on a level of purity with no shame and it was on a level of mm, absolute beauty i mean in that design unbelievable so when we're talking about restoration of all things what does it include i do believe we will never until the lord's return will not experience eden in that extent as it was yes we are in a fallen world yet we can claim it piece by piece we can claim it back and prepare prepare for the the lord's return but when he says restoration very interesting what does it mean what's going to be the glory when jesus is back on earth and we will first touch with his feet the mount of olive that's his return what the prophets are telling and there he will establish his kingdom again and scripture is not very precise about what will happen in that millennium age but we know it's going to be awesome there's going to be a restoration of the nations, how they relate to him. There will be a restoration, we know it as in Isaiah, of how we're going to communicate with the animals. When it says, you know, the little baby will play at the hole of the snake, you know, and the lion will sheep with the lamb. It's like, ah, again, wonderful Hebrew poetry. You know, this is just about peace and happiness, you know. Really? Or is that a stage of restoration that this earth will experience again? Of what it meant when King Jesus will establish his reign, his reward, because he came to shed his blood for it. So, we were in Psalm 19. Oh, it's just the verse you know, their expanse of the heaven, you know that scientifically, that the heavens are still expanding? It's really interesting when you read these reports. They know now, by measuring deep space, that there's still an expansion. It's on, I mean, it's mind-blowing. Day-day pours forth thy speech, and night-night reveals knowledge. There is no speech, no are there words. Their voice is not heard. Verse four, very interesting. Their line has gone out through all the earth. Line is actually translated as sound. The sound is going out throughout all the earth and the utterance to the end of the world. Do you know that there is actually uh, a resonance of frequency that the, the creation has? It can be measured. The sound of creation can be measured. You can Google, for instance, Schumann, S C H U M A N N, Schumann resonance, resonance sounds. Very interesting. Um, that there is a frequency that creation has. That's exactly what says in verse four. There is a sound being released out of creation till the ends of the earth. They released, or they know now there's a frequency that the sun has, that planets have, that the universe has. NASA actually released just uh, sound documents from the vibration of space. It's all there. You can measure sound on earth. And that resonance of that sound on earth correlates also with, for instance, with the animal kingdom that where we think, how is it possible, for instance, that um, animals, birds, deers, know about, for instance, a tsunami? Have you heard about this? That they flee even before there is warning signs that a buoy 500 miles in the thing doesn't even first register, they, they just know it. How is that well there's a correlation of sound of them knowing it's a mystery I tell you the design is so wonderful it is also knowing that the sound of that resonance of the earth communicates with your brain you know yeah Mm-hmm. And especially like for destruction, you know. Mm-hmm. And you just like turn around and there's something. But it's like there's no sound, there's nothing, no warning, but people always have these senses. Yes. And even if it's long away, yeah. it's just like you know it's yeah. It's it's all there. You cannot say we cannot hear it, but it's there. And there are other frequency other others can hear we cannot hear anymore. But that's for instance. Now you have work duties on the land. Some of you are poor. You saying I cannot wait to be online again. You know back home. But uh, some <laughs> hate it to be gardening because it's really not that fun all the time. I agree. I but as a matter of fact. Do you also realize that many people are getting restored emotionally and also in the brain activities once they touch the earth and once they are so-called grounded? Why? Because the frequency of creation communicates with your body and with your inner being and with your brain and aligns and synchronizes you in a way that concrete housing not, can, cannot do you know and we think oh that's new age you know that's crazy da, 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 da. this is absolutely nuts ah. remember the devil cannot create the devil can only pervert what's being created we don't have, the devil is not a creator. He just can pervert that's being created. And that's what he did. So, New Age is not creating anything. New Age is taking a, an awareness that there is something, but they don't channel it through God, but they channel it through the second heaven. And that's where it gets perverted. But behind it, there's a truth that we need to discover. You think about, um, there's now science as well, that uh, because we walk with our thick shoes and our soles are insulating so well, that we disconnect with creation because of our shoes. And the ones walking barefoot very powerful it's proven scientifically they're far healthier people <coughs> scientifically as a matter of fact they're going as far as taking the shoes off sometimes and going barefoot out and they they call it grounding just because they know there is something being restored again you know between creation and them I think uh that's crazy, that's nuts, you know. Yeah. Have you heard of those people that they'll take like a wire and connect it with like put it on the ground inside mm-hmm. and run it into their house? Oh yeah. And then like they'll, they'll be connected this wire on to the earth when you're sleeping. Oh yeah, it's the electric magnetic fields. Yeah. You know. You can pervert it, you know. We need to ask, Lord, how do you want these electromagnetic fields? How do, how do they need to affect us? How, what can we do for damaging rays not to come? And we are, we are exposed to damage. Like my phone here, some of the worst thing you can do is an, an, have an iPhone on your ear. Do you know that, right? So there's, a, there's a, a, a chip you can have. I have a chip little here. That is proven right now scientifically. That takes away damaging X-rays, you know, away from the cell phones. And there's a whole reports about that, and it's suppressed by, you know, by the companies because they don't want, they don't want to know that. Bottom line, we Christians are scared, or still scared, to explore something you know because we think it's taken over by the devil We're it's unclean and so we shy away from it and saying oh let's not touch that and we hand over an entire an entire universe something to be yet discovered that's been by god designed in harmony we hand it over to the world and saying ah your deal you know come to the clean side in our church and we've given up these grounds totally given it up i'm not saying let's not do anything which we don't cannot back up here in scripture yes that's why i'm backing it up i'm saying yes the sound psalm 19 read it up the resonance is being discovered by scientists bible speaks all along brain science long long time ago you know they take water and expose water to sounds and then they they go and look it under the microscope of how the crystals of water will react once to react you expose them to negativity it's amazing look at these pictures so you can curse water and the crystals underneath the water will off shape and the perfect design is interrupted and it's ugly to look at we take the same water expose them to blessing and to goodness and the water crystals design in a perfect harmony guess your body is 90 percent water do you know that right so what happens if you speak negatively about you I mean, this is no joke. This is why we are exhorted to be positive, to encourage each other, you know, strengthen each other in the faith. Because every time you do it, you align a design within your body that is awesome, that is in harmony. If you do it negatively, uh huh, it will react. Things like that, I want to encourage you, don't be afraid. Don't, Hand it over, don't leave it over to the world. Pursue it, because also you're going to be that generation. My generation and older, we were the one being really scared, you know, and being grown up in the teachings of unclean. I think the next generation right now—it's also some of the generation that looks at things holistic and sees the beauty in it, and doesn't think black white. They think God, but Christ-centered. Everything in Him and through Him. Colossians. It, everything has to go through Him and in Him. Christ only, nothing beside otherwise then if we take christ out of the equation then we are being at new age again you know then it's christ and christ and another book and christ and another god and or the cosmic christ that is not being raised and hasn't come in the flesh and you know is only spirit and all this kumbaya no christ died (coughs) risen resurrected placed in heaven that christ if we're going through this it's going to be awesome And it's going to be a whole new sphere of how we can work. Uh, All right, I just did the first two sentences I prepared for you guys. So...